Hello, welcome to the Ryan Robin Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Ward, and joining me today, I've got Rob Fursland Hello. and Luke too. Hi. So guys, I want you to imagine, imagine. if you will. Okay. I can't imagine. So, <laughs> if you can. <laughs> it's not possible. Uh, well, I'll paint you a picture then. Okay, words. okay. So imagine you're exploring the ruins of a long-forgotten civilization. Long metal ridge, a ridge stairs take you to another level. Some kind of iron basket seems to have been left there. What's significant about it? But ahead of you, a green monument. Uh, With language written in a tongue, you can barely understand there, a painting of a goddess. Starbucks. That's right, we are exploring our apocalypse. So, (laughs) I thought this was kind of fitting, considering that, well, I, I planned this podcast a few weeks ago. And did you write sing- that? <laughs> yes, actually. I did. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, he put in the work. <laughs> um, so I planned this podcast a few weeks ago around the... I've, I've been listening to uh, a book by Dan Carlin, as well as another podcast, uh, the simple... Uh, the British History Podcast. And the Dan Carlin book is... Uh, the End is al- Always Near. And like so, it's talking about all these apocalyptic near misses we've had, you know, from the late Bronze Age collapse. I don't know, do you guys know anything about that? It's a bit of a weird area in history. Did the Bronze Age collapse? That's Shit, you're on it. Uh, <laughs> uh, from the name alone, I'm guessing Luke might be on the money here. How can a how can an age collapse? If we just run out so of bronze, and it was not, like, oh, we might as well start like shelling each other. There's not like a definitive answer, to be completely honest with you, as to what caused the collapse. There's potentially multiple factors everything from sea people is one of the listed things <laughs> and need people sea people sea people sea people yeah we were working with bronze and then the merman came up as oh shit i don't yeah. want anything to do with this world i mean it's there's some uh, there's some thought there that, that the myth of atlantis came from around the bronze age collapse because there were multiple volcanic eruptions potentially whole islands going underwater or being destroyed at right. the time and it's believed that that potentially led to the myth of Atlantis at some oh, stage. Okay. But the sea peoples are something documented. Uh, I think there's a pharaoh. I uh, can't remember which one. There are a lot of pharaohs, unfortunately. <laughs> but uh, Fortunately or unfortunately? Unfortunately, there are too many pharaohs. If there were like three, I'd know them all. <laughs> <laughs> the wor- the- also, the worst part of it, they shared the same name, a lot of them. <sighs> Gotta love the Ramseses. I know, right? What, what do you call it if you, if you have a bunch of them together? Is it a Ramsai or a Ramseses? I think it's called the School of Ramses. <laughs> <laughs> a murder of Ramses. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that also happened quite frequently. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> um, but as an example, like they, they even like talk about battles with the sea people, and there's some rumors that these were just like migrating tribes that were like moving through. And it's, it's just people who washed ashore and they just started fighting them. <laughs> we called it a great battle it, of the sea people. Oh no, the sea people! They're here. <laughs> beat the guy's up. poor well, boat, and he's been stranded on sea for like days. Yeah. Washes up on shore finally, sees someone. Oh my god, thank you, you saved me. It's like getting immediately speared <laughs> to death. <laughs> oh yeah. no! But you had like a, a period, like so essentially what happened was the the greatest parts of the civilization of that time within a 40 to 50 year period collapsed. So imagine like the world you are born into is completely different to the world you experience 50 years later. I mean, we could do that in 10 years. I mean, yeah. yeah. Seriously. That's where we're heading. So what you're saying is the information age is collapsing and we're all going to (laughs) die. What I'm saying is how are we gonna die? What do you th- What do you two think is the go- is gonna be it? We're in the misinformation age. Oh, zing, <laughs> zing! All right, so 
You know that close call that they had with this, um, the submarine before? Which yeah. one? Uh, there was one where... I can't remember when it was. You probably probably, probably hear this story as I tell it. Is this the Russian? Yes. I think I know the one you're on about, yeah. Where they... Oh, I know act, this one, they, yeah. They, on, they had like a mis- misreading on the, on the radar that they it were was, in territory. I think it was, wasn't was a submarine. I think it was... Russian Missile Russian Command. Russian Missile Command. Right. Yeah. I, if I remember the story correctly, it's that the clouds displayed like flares. Like it looked like flares, but it was the sun reflecting. Yeah, it was some. It wasn't what they thought it was. Exactly. And yeah. from that, they almost decided to just immediately release everything. Yeah, but you're right. I think it was a submarine captain or somebody similar uh, who was given the order to fire their nuke, and they said, "No, I'm not going to do it." They're like, "This seems wrong." Yeah, and as a result, we didn't all die in nuclear hellfire. Yes. <laughs> so uh, probably what's going to happen is someone will misinterpret something or another, and some hothead dickhead is just going to end up going, "Fuck it." Then they're going to fire something, which will then fire another thing, and then we're just going to explode, in a sense. For what it's worth, if the world does end, I would probably want it to be something like that that kills us. Because that's... A nuclear explosion, if you're caught in that, is going to be relatively quick and painless. I don't want a slow apocalypse. You say that, but that all includes if you're in the blast radius or not. Yeah, but think about it. There's going to be a lot of nukes firing. Yeah, but so many to cover that many areas. So what they'll do, really, is they've got them trained on the major cities, but the rest, the rest of it around will just be like a nuclear dump anyway, won't it? Depending whether they follow the convention of war, in which they're supposed to hit military targets only with nuclear weaponry. Yeah. But that's, like, let's face it, that's a, that's a once nuclear, nuclear war begins, like... The rules are out the window. It doesn't fucking matter yeah, anymore. It's nuclear war, man. You're just yeah, going mean, to end up dealing with it. But why would you waste so many heads on just making sure all of it's covered in a blast zone when you can literally just eradicate an entire area just via, like, fallout? You know, you just go for those, like, the circle radiuses, wouldn't you? You'd be like, if I do it there, I can cover all of this area. Yeah, no, These people are right, going to be right. too fucked to fight back anyway, so then we'll just go straight to the next city. So people in the rural countryside, you're just going to end up becoming either mutants or, like, just riddled with cancer. Dying of, yeah, uh, radiation poisoning, I guess. Hmm. Lovely thought. So, yeah. So we're thinking nuclear apocalypse. Why, why are you, Rob? Are you also on the side of nuclear apocalypse? If it's not a nuclear apocalypse, I bet we're going to die when the planet finally has enough of our shit and overheats. Okay, so global warming disaster. Excellent. Yeah. Is this how I think or this is how I want? This is how you how you think. Oh, okay. say, if we're going for once, I don't want the world to end. Thank you. <laughs> I like. That, your, 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 I was thinking asteroid. <laughs> like, I don't want you to end. It's like yeah, that's the fucking good root of it, isn't it? Shh. I'm the white knight root. No, I'm just like fuck <laughs> it. Sorry, Big I don't want to die. <laughs> so I, interestingly enough, uh, I did talk to someone who is a prepper. Oh yeah. Oh, a doomsday prepper. Yes. Yeah, people who uh, are ready for the I'm, end of the world. I asked him what he thought his in his scenario like what he thought the most likely cause was. Yeah. And in his opinion, it's a anti... Uh, what's the... Super volcano. No, an, an anti-super volcano. <laughs> it sucks the planet in. An anti-acid. <laughs> no. Anti-acid. Everybody dies of really bad heartburn. <laughs> God. But no. it's meant to cure it. What yeah, did it do wrong? It's really bad. An antibiotic resistant strain of bacteria or something like, along those lines is what he said. Uh, you mean the Bud Light virus? <laughs> the Bud Light virus, yeah. yes. Um, like, well, he said, yeah, something along those lines that will like cause the end of days. How is that going to stop... How is his prepping going to stop this? Uh, he's separate from other people. Germs yeah, but can't get not you. for now. He lives a normal life until that happens. Yeah. 
So um, how is the doomsday prepping going to help against the virus? It makes him feel better. It's I get for, <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably does. Yeah. So I, I so from his side of it, I think it's more along the lines of what if he doesn't get infected in the initial rush of infection or whatever. Um, once public service shuts down, rather than him having to keep going out to try and find food, water supplies, yeah. he has everything he'll ever food, need. Food, water supplies. So by the time civilization either comes back to grips or you know the world ends, how long he's got in there for? Also, it, how long the bacteria would last if it is that also depends kind on, of depend, virus? Depends how like you know how quick spreading we think this is. I mean, like look at the Black Plague as an example of that, right? So the Black Plague, uh, I think, killed somewhere in the region of about twenty-five million people in Europe. Um, it took. <laughs> Seeing as people are losing their shit over a few hundred. In China, can you imagine what it would be like if you know, we had the thousands and the millions? I was about happening? to say, if if the Black Plague happened in our age, then the death toll would be way, way higher. I think we're more likely to panic nowadays. Yeah, absolutely, we are. Like, you know, panic buying, panic prepping. Like, we are a panicky like race well, right now. Do you recall the Brexit boxes? Yes. Yeah, like that's that, that you're exactly so. Like, I recall it because like my girlfriend's mother actually decided to stock up on supplies because of Brexit. And I've had Phoebe tell me that she would like some stuff in the house now for when it happens. But it does make sense because imports are going to be more expensive. Yeah. For, surely from an economic point of view, yeah, you might as well sense. get the, stuff in that I mean, you probably wouldn't get later I, on. I guess I've kind of done that myself in a little way. But not for me, but for my cats. Because <laughs> I buy all my cat food in like bulk. Yeah. Because it's cheaper. But also then I like, we built up a bit of a surplus of it. I, I, this was when initial Brexit was going to happen. I was kind of like, Maddie kept saying, change the months. I have changed them now, but I was kind of at the time like, no, nah, I'm going to, I'm going to let us have a little surplus because I don't think we're going to be ever be, like, we're going to get to the situation where human, like the human, like from a Brexit standpoint, the humans wouldn't be able to like get some sort of food relief, but I don't see that happening for pets. Mm. So I was like, yeah. if they have their food, great. It would be easier though, wouldn't it? For just... Because you could just give them anything. (laughs) A a cat would find it easier to get food in a disaster scenario than we would. Absolutely. That's why they're vital. (laughs) And also they'll eat our corpses when we die. Exactly. I've got a new colleague whose house is just riddled with mice at the minute. Oh. Like, you say like a few, like a few mouse traps. No, his house is riddled with mice. (laughs) So like you could just bring them there and they would have a field day if they can hunt, which is very unlikely. Um, Well, saying that, uh, they did drag out a mice carcass the other day drag out so so you know our under the stairs cupboards right that have never been like cleaned out no matter how many people move in and out of my house for the listeners at home ben has an under stairs cupboard which <laughs> yeah which contains uh like lots of shit so we find like 90 percent of our old house one of those stuff. storage cupboards isn't yeah it, it was mostly of stuff of people who had moved out years ago mm-hmm. um so we cleared it all out and the reason that prompted this is because the cat Got into one of the cupboards and pulled out a mice carcass. Oh, no. And it was, like, mummified. Oh, so it it was very... Very old. Very old. So I got rid of that, and then we decided to clean it. We cleaned it. We found to touch the mummy mouse? I did. Well, I used, like, kitchen roll to pick it up. Yeah. Wasn't going to touch that shit. Grim, though, isn't it? Touch that with a 10-foot fucking pole. No, absolutely not. (laughs) But I had to, because I can't just leave a dead mouse there. Sure you can. Somebody else's problem. <laughs> just, just section it off with some like tape, <laughs> little police tape. But put it in a glass case. <laughs> so, what do you guys think is going to be the thing that uh, uh, the it, thing? It was it was the alien monster in that movie. 
Excellent. Good job, Rob. And you watched some of it. I did watch some of it. <laughs> Good boy. Um, I'll be honest. It is probably my favorite horror movie. Same. I'm interested to see what they do with the new reboot. They are doing that. But at the same time, if it was like a an alien race, I feel like if they managed to make it to our planet and they, you know, they'd have, I don't know if they spent a lot of resources or they would be that far advanced that they wouldn't like have to kill us. They would literally just observe us. Yeah. That's what they're doing it right now. They just listen to all the podcasts that people put out there into the world. It's like, so they up. learn everything they need to about human civilization. Yeah, once someone's made the final podcast. Doesn't that just mean that they'll know like everything there is to know about serial killers? Yes. Definitely. <laughs> well, that's a useful thing to know. It is. Is it? Why yeah. would they want to know that? Useful tricks oh, on these, how to kill. These dickheads are killing each other. I'm pretty sure they'll be far more advanced in their murdering of us than some fucking Ted Bundy motherfucker. I don't know. <laughs> maybe maybe the concept of Ted Bundy is alien to them. I know. Maybe they want to do it local. <laughs> um, they only do murders of passion, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so, if in a, our apocalypse, so you guys still exploring the ruins of our world. Yes. Is there anything you think would be difficult to explain without context? explain well so like you're a, so as the example i got for this is i can't remember whether it was i think it was dan carlin i was listening to and he was talking about how we find you know the way that, like you occasionally will find one of these people who's been preserved in a bog for like, like thousands of years yeah so there was an example of that i can't remember i can't remember exactly whereabouts but they find traces of mistletoe in his stomach so it was rumored uh, so it was not rumored so it was believed that he'd been a druidic sacrifice Right. Right. But interesting you said Ted Bundy because he uses him in an analogy, but imagine if a a civilization so far along came across a Ted Bundy victim. Right. Would they just assume that we do that to all of our victims? Is this just an outlier that we've missed? Like, if you get what I mean. Like, what what things do you think that people, they will find, that they will, like, a new race, because let's face it, it's not humans at this point. I see what you mean. Like, in in the distant future... How would we explain what the fuck yeah. TikTok was? If, <laughs> oh, yeah. Jesus. Could yeah. you imagine trying to explain that? Well, I think more like more so. It like would be objects. like preserved objects. Preserved objects. Yeah, we couldn't do apps. I mean, I mean, if they somehow could figure out how to interpret our like servers, if they still existed after 2,000 years and somehow worked. I just yeah. managed to get like a screenshot of something. Hit or miss. I guess they never miss. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like what items do you feel? would be the most difficult to explain to the selfie like stick. if you, if you wouldn't the okay. selfie stick because that like that is a superfluous a useless item already never mind if this is a new race that never thought of or invented the cellular phone in the same way that we did so they just find this telescopic pole designed to grab something but you have to grasp it really awkwardly and there's a button at the end that maybe does something but you can't really tell what. Well, if... Because I reckon mobile phones would be heavily documented. They could probably easily manage that this is probably an extension of that. If they're able to read our stuff, absolutely. I mean, are we going to be that far advanced? Is it... Is uh, it are it, humans going to find it's not, this? That's what I'm saying. It's it's the end of humanity. Hum- so it's not a human. aliens this is like, come to this planet the, and they're like, what the fuck is a not phone? Necessarily, what the hell not necessarily even yeah. aliens, but the next thing that evolves, like, you know, the dog masters Pokemon. of the world or something. You <laughs> know? Uh, for what it's worth, my money's on frogs. They're coming next. This is yeah. their time. So, yeah, the, the, fro- the frog people um, discover our ruins. Like, the frog people. The frog people. No, it's the sea humans. They're back. <laughs> <laughs> so what would be the weirdest thing to... I mean, have you seen those comic strips of the aliens who do human-like things and tell... They, they just... 
they announce what they're what they're doing. Oh as normal, yeah, yeah, but yeah, it is yeah. alien. So it's like, oh hey, here is a drawing of this um, organ. Oh, thank you. Happy Valentine's Day to you too. You know what I mean? I know yeah. exactly what you mean. Yeah. So I mean, that's the whole point of those comics. Would, would be hilarious. Um, I think any of it would be hard to explain because it's like when you have a child and you're trying to like, don't touch that because you will burn your face off compared to this other thing which looks like it which you can put your face on yeah. you know it's weird stuff like so like well like, as an example i feel like they could figure out a kettle because that's like a, clearly some sort of jug for water um or whatever we put in this thing if they can tell but then how do you explain the microwave like you look at it and you go like you know is it some sort of? Is it like to them? Is it just like? Oh yes, a it's human? another. It's another container. It's just very heavy. And seems to be that most humans have one in their habitat. If they find a bunch of human habitats, maybe they'll all also find microwaves. Unless you're a hipster, it's it's a new hipster thing to not own a microwave. Okay, so that's the saying. They discover microwaves, and they d- they discover lo- lots of hipster gra- hipster like. What houses. is hacky sack? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it. Try to explain a hipster to an alien. So it's like it's like uh, it's like every other human, but it deliberately doesn't like popular things. What we could do is just have a DVD of Clueless, and then that would be humanity. <laughs> oh, I've got it. If the next thing that comes uh, like to evolve on this planet uh, is like a kind of human-like animal, then the most difficult thing to explain will be uh, inflation furry art. Because they're going to look at it like, did they predict us coming? I don't understand what's going on here. (laughs) It was foretold. (laughs) We believe they were trying to blend in with the wolves. (laughs) How would you explain the theory? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, these are clearly some sort of animal worship cult. Is this this, this camouflage? Is this what their animals looked like? This is perhaps some sort of strange mating ritual. <laughs> I mean, not untrue. But like, and that's pictures it. Pictures like, of people being eaten. <laughs> <laughs> what, we just lead them to a fucking, a, a fetish porn site. That's what is, we'll confuse them with. Like, uh, this is going back in the day now, but did any of you used to, as like a child, decide, oh, screw it, I'm going to like print out. Yes. You know, some pornography, just because you're like, well, I can't always be on the family computer, but I, <laughs> I want to save myself some of the good stuff. I did, absolutely. So I've done that too. So imagine out there, there's children who don't have access to, they'll probably fucking do because it's, you know, 2020. Yeah. Um, but someone out there decides to 3D print or print out <laughs> some of that nature. <laughs> so out there, there's probably a bunch of fairy porn printed out or in like magazine form. <laughs> 3D print a furry magazine. I don't fucking know, but that's the weirdest <laughs> thing I can think to try and explain to an alien. What a fucking kink is. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we we just, we fucked too much, and essentially we got bored of fucking. Yeah, we got so, so we just, bored of fucking. So we fucking needed newer ways we needed to, to fuck. Ways, to fuck. We needed to find ways of spicing it up because it got too We needed too to dull. install more emotion into it, like shame and anger. <laughs> Cucking. Into our that's, fucking. That's going to be a fun one. Sometimes to leave. we like to watch other people fucking <laughs> who we decide to form a relationship with and give them to someone else to fuck. <laughs> and then I would fuck myself over that fucking. <laughs> because we decided so, to fuck too much. So, like, what would you just like? Would they just find like a printed diagram of cucking? <laughs> <laughs> what is this stool for? Why is it pointed towards the bed? <laughs> 
Like, what would happen if they find, like, a bad dragon dildo or something? Oh, <laughs> boy. Maybe it's a weapon of some kind. Some sort of god. <laughs> <laughs> An idol. I like... You, no, they would listening find... won't be able to witness it. But Ben kind of, like... He did this thing where he was miming holding it almost reverently. <laughs> Behold, God. I am 80% sure Ben has held a bad, bad dragon dildo. I, I'm 99% sure. <laughs> Why are you that sure? I needed to give suddenly away so it wasn't fucking creepy. I was, I was walking, you were like, no, I know. I was walking past his room one day and I thought I saw something, but I didn't look close enough. <laughs> Turns out it was just a dragon. <laughs> There'd be so many weird things that don't look like like vibrators will just will start vibrating and they will just think everything we own just vibrates. <laughs> <laughs> it was a status symbol to have furniture that vibrated. <laughs> the Amsterdam Sex Museum, that would be a trip for an alien, wouldn't it? Especially they if the animatronics still yeah, works. Yeah, the animatronics. Oh, I see. It's displaying the human anatomy. And then there's the there's the uh, there's a kind of sofa, not sofa thing. It's got like a, a bench uh, up in one of the higher floors, which has got a little piston in it that pokes up your bum. That'd be a confusing one. <laughs> Can you imagine? They think it's like a educational tool for aliens to learn about human anatomy, and they just take them to the sex museum. <laughs> Mummy, why are you taking us to learn about a log dead race's sex habits? Like, ribbit. <laughs> What about if they find a TV, though? Like, say this is, like, by the time the society is reformed, they're discovering us in, like, what is their equivalent of the Victorian era. What would be their favourite TV show? No, what 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 TV... Like, what would they discover? Like, what would they think? Is this, like, every... Pretty much every building they come across will have at least one of these somewhere. Would they try and communicate with the TV? I don't know, like... Would I, they like, turn it on and start, like, trying to... Bargain with Hugh and... Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Hugh and Hugh Jackman. Hugh and Hugh Jackman. <laughs> I was trying to think of what would be on TV. Hugh well, and Hugh I, I, Jackman. I have a theory. Like, is that the show that ended the world? You know, like, <laughs> you know, in Simpsons and Futurama, they've always Hugh squared. Hugh, Hugh Laurie and Hugh Jackman solve crimes. <laughs> I would watch that. But you know, like Simpsons and Futurama had the thing where our uh, TV transmissions are blasted off into space and aliens watch them. Yes. So my theory is they're going to bounce back. So by the time the frog people find our TVs and turn them on, they'll be catching the first TV ever broadcast. <laughs> so they're just going to think we're incredibly racist. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's like That would be confusing if you did start receiving TV from the past. Like, Why are, why are these aliens sending us really, really shit quality video? Okay. How but- do they play it? On the TVs. Yeah, I think it's weird. We sent, a, we sent a vinyl record out there, but mainly that's because it, the, um, the frequencies are embedded on the disc. So if they ran it over something really thin, they could like hear it in a sense. Yeah. You wouldn't send a fucking VHS tape, would you? Or a DVD. An iPod. <laughs> yeah. iPod shuffle. <laughs> well, we couldn't spring for the touch. No. <laughs> they might not have limbs, Ben. Then how can they shuffle? Telekinetically. Oh, God. <laughs> the telekinetic shuffle. So what do you think is the most dangerous items that, like, another race will find that they won't know what, what they are? The gun? Do <laughs> you think the nudists? The, I said the nukes. If oh, they the nukes. Yeah, <laughs> A nudist. Yeah, like, that's a good point. Like, what about, like, radioactivity? Like, what about once our power plants fall? Like, what if it's, like, as you say, what if it's an alien race that comes, like, only 100 years after? They'll die of radiation poisoning. 
Ta-da! Congratulations! Oh no! Radiation Pony is our word of the day! Oh no! The cemetery planet's angry, it's killing us! <laughs> They'll probably think it's like a weird ghost hex or something. Well, that's, yeah, like, you know, like a primitive civilization. Jesus Christ. Well, this is how we die. So, yeah, imagine like a primitive-ish civilization discovering a nuclear power plant, like... And just suddenly, yeah, they, they would probably consider it's fucking haunted or some shit. Like, oh, everyone we send in there dies mysteriously. Why the, why, the fuck, why the fuck do new humans sound like that? I don't know. Why, <laughs> why else are they going to sound like? Yeah, us. Rob. <laughs> no, they're new. They're new and improved. They wouldn't sound anything like us. Yeah, but the English language is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Have you actually listened to the human language like previously? So if you're thinking about Back in Shakespearean times, they, even that wasn't like the earliest form of our language, was it? No, no, because no, like I was actually looking at there was a post on Reddit the other day showing a um like a tree. It was like a like, sort of language branching where yeah. it branches off from like you got like the Italian language uh, and then branching off to Germanic. There's, there's and people stuff who like that. study linguistics right now just like going, well, yeah, fucking, of course it is. <laughs> yeah, a lot loads of, like loads of that sort like the classical languages and then leading to Germanic and then to like British and stuff like that. So really, cause some really cool stuff out of that. Thing is, it seems really basic to us because we like learned it and as it feels like we're dumbing it down. Mm. But if you reversed it, it might seem a little bit different, won't it? In a sense. Because people always think that we're dumbing our languages down by removing the whys and this and that and the others. Yeah. But I feel if you reversed the time, so therefore we'll be speaking in those old languages, but our language came first, and it wouldn't be that easy, would it? No, no, I don't think it would. Well, it's it's one of the things with time, like people say about time travel, is if you were to go back to a hunt, like uh, five, six hundred years into England, they wouldn't be speaking the English you know. No, it would be completely they, different. They, and then if you go back even further, like there's a film, there's a really bad time travel movie. Back to the Future. Um, which has Jared, a younger Jared Butler in it and it's about going to medieval Miami. France and they like go back and they're able to communicate perfectly with the locals. <laughs> and like, and it's like because they speak modern French instead of like what would have been the language at the time, and it's like no, that wouldn't that wouldn't happen. Yeah. Also, doing that they all, he also one of the characters stares to like marry someone, um, not realizing the fact that he's probably bringing. They probably both have diseases that would kill one another because we're immune to diseases they aren't. That's a really good point, actually, because yeah. we probably harbor stuff inside of us at the minute, which has probably dormant or dead. I was about to say we're vaccinated, so anything that we're carrying isn't going to kill us. It will kill other people happily. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the whole part of like uh, herd, herd immunity. Immunity, yeah. yeah. Because some people can't have it, but they rely on it not being around. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> not to kill them. Um, so yeah, vaccinate your kids. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say exactly the same thing. I'm glad we're on the wavelength for that one. <laughs> I mean, you say it, and then you say it again, and then you keep saying it, and then suddenly someone just goes, "But what if we don't?" Because they're telling us to. And then it, the dumbness just keeps going on and on and on. And so far, we like, we can't trust anything they're saying. They're scientists. Uh, yeah. And I, I think that's my favorite argument. The world argument. gets stupider and stupider until idiocracy happens, the movie. Yeah. Then we end up killing ourselves because we decided, oh, fuck it. We don't need safety oh, protocols anymore. Right. So, Ben, I'm really sorry. I want to 
go off topic slightly. Go ahead. Uh, but talking about anti-vaxxers and people being morons, uh, there's a guy who somebody I know on Facebook follows, whose name is David Avocado Wolf. Avocado. Yeah, so like that on its own should tell you plenty about what kind of person he is, i.e. a bad one. He doesn't believe in vaccinations. He believes in holistic therapy. You know, like your essential oils and... Are you allowed to just out his name? <laughs> I think we may have to cut out the name. Well, he is he's a he is like a public persona. Oh, like, okay. It, it's not like it's he's not like he's he not, a, obviously he's, a, he's a person, but he advertises who he is, like who he is is his brand. Oh, if he's a public so. figure, and fuck this guy. Yeah. yeah, carry on. So he had all of the usual. I oh, yeah, I don't believe in like the moon landing and that kind of basic level conspiracy theory shit. He believes that the sea is salty because otherwise it wouldn't be subject to gravity and would fly away. Then how is freshwater subject to gravity? Don't even fucking get me started, Ben. I found out about it, and it's like, how the fuck do you come to this conclusion? Like, is that why we have salt in our bodies, so we don't fly away? Is salt super dense? Would a salt mine fucking crush the planet? Is salt everywhere? Like, literally, is everything salt? Like that is genuinely is like oh yes the seas are salty to stop the ocean flying away. I can't believe that. Like, I'm yeah. just dumbfounded by that. You know, in my head, I just think everything's got salt in it. Everything just like, in in his head, that must be true. Which yeah. is fucking mind-boggling, it's terrifying. Like, if you think about it, humans have some salt in them. But like, oh, believe me, when I found out about what he thought, I had a lot of salt in me. <laughs> Oh. Eat too much salt, your body fucking crushes itself. Maybe that's what it is. Salt's yeah, bad it. for you because you end up just condensing into like a little black hole. I, I read it and I was just like, how the fuck do you come to that conclusion? Like what happens in your life that you think, this is it, my genius idea. And then everybody else looks at you and is like, no, that's clearly false. Can you imagine, you know, when you watch um, coming of age TV shows mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. about growing up with someone's life you know, as a child, and they go through, you know, all of their, their family upbringing, and they, you know, it, go, it takes them through school, it takes them through, like, losing a loved one, um, first love, all this heartbreak, and then you come all up to this point, and he thinks the fucking ocean doesn't fly away <laughs> because of his salt. <laughs> what a heartwarming movie. I don't even know, like, why that would be a conspiracy. Like, I'm genuinely trying, boggling my mind, going, but why would why, why would you would hide li- that? Why would we hide this fact? Like, is it because we want to keep the ocean for ourselves? <laughs> <laughs> fucking President Trump's dunking gallons of fucking salt into the sea. Do you want to know my theory? <laughs> yes. It's all a marketing team telling him to say stupid shit so we can get more recognition and therefore sell something. Yeah. He doesn't actually believe anything he's saying. All these people don't actually truly believe anything they are saying. It's all to drum up controversy, to drum up like. No, I could I, I'd say that, I'd say there's a good that. portion of people who, who I agree don't actually believe in what they're like the shit they're spouting. However, they're the dangerous ones are the ones who do. The ones who are following, I don't understand because that means that enough people have bought into their bullshit. Yeah, but I, yeah, it also makes them dangerous. Yeah, absolutely. I think there are some people like some da- people who are dangerous just because they believe the shit they're spouting, and that's that is in itself sometimes a bit dangerous. Yeah, you get what I mean. Like, I know what if you you're mean. fanatical about the way, like, if you're super pat, like, there's there's passion and there's fanatic, like fanaticism. Like yeah, fanatic, is that the right word? Yeah, fanaticism is the right yeah. one. Um, 
Speaking of which, there are a lot of um, doomsday fanatics out there, aren't there? There are, yeah. Preppers are quite common. People actually love the issue. I wouldn't call a prepper a doomsday fanatic. No, separate. I, I, no, that, a prepper I'm sorry, I thought that's what you meant a, by doomsday no, no, fanatic. A prepper is somebody who's prepared for the oh. apocalypse. A, a doomsday enthusiast is somebody who, like... No, what, what, kind of, like, like, can't wait know, for the like, end of the world. Yeah, the guy yeah. who wears nothing but a sandwich board, a long-ass fucking beard, and insanity. He's like, the end is nigh. The well, salt will disappear from the seas and the oceans will fly away. People in 4x4s with, like, baseball bats in their trunks and, like, hoarding guns for, like, the zombie apocalypse to happen. Yeah. I mean, aren't we all? <laughs> no. Very, I mean, we all no. say we do. As, as, That's right, Rob. We only said, need one bullet. As we said multiple times on this podcast, if there is a zombie apocalypse, I ain't going to see it to the end. I'm going to kill myself. How do you the play Project Zomboid then? Is it just instant? It's just instant to find the nearest drop object. <laughs> How I play it is I spawn in the wrong area to everyone else and I end spend the entire journey just running towards the city. That's what I did last time. Whoop, whoop. That was fun. I've, I've been playing Project Zomboid lately, as Ben pointed out. It's, it's the first time in a long while I've actually been kind of invested in a zombie game. I feel like I've, I've weaned myself off of them for long enough that I don't instantly roll my eyes at the thought of them. Is that what made you think about the apocalypse, Ben? No, it, it was mostly di- the book I was reading at the moment, which deals with a lot of apocalyptic scenarios. And well, in fairness, you've also been playing Plague Story, which is very like that. End also, of the world that also kind of yeah, like but I genuinely, if rats acted like that in real life, we'd never have survived the Black Plague, mm-hmm. like so, or any period in which rats exist, because rats would just murder us. Is the scariest part then like plague? Uh, so the, the the scary sections of the game are when you're running from rats i mean the book as in like in terms of this doomsday scenarios what part scared you the most i don't know i'm still going through it at the moment but like nothing scared me per se but he's just talked about lots of different sort of near misses we've had and it's like it's just really curious to get like to see that we've actually come that close we've come that close lots of times and like we you know been on the brink of losing everything i think in in the case of the bronze age collapse that is almost like an apocalyptic scenario to to go from like a level of technology that was pretty decent to like dark age again like just because in a 40 to 50 year period is catastrophic if something like that happened today i can't even imagine like suddenly no internet dear god there is there is no way humanity would survive that well do you guys uh, know we'd survive well, we, we've but become so dependent on massive there would be a lot of problems for a, a little while there would be a huge amount of problems mainly because a lot of the banks do online transactions yeah, well, yeah money would have so, no value again it would have value bitcoin and stuff and like e-currencies would probably collapse which would have a lot of people going crazy do you guys know about uh, well I think you should look because we watched a film that featured it it's a cascading event I, I can't remember the exact name scientific name for it but gravity it's called gravity. No, the film Gravity. Yeah, when it when one satellite crashes into another, and then cascades and hits another satellite and another satellite, building a mass and speed as it goes, we could essentially and we are danger like there's a danger that we could actually do this. So all it, that junk that's up there right now, hundred percent, creates a big ball. Hundred percent, we we could potentially limit our ability to travel into space by hundreds of years. And maybe forever, depending how bad it is and what we can do to like stop it, essentially. <laughs> so, scenario. We close off all the exit gates to the world, heat it up to a fuck ton, and then we just keep the lid on. <laughs> so we can't get out for hundreds of years because there's just shit floating around in space. We don't help ourselves very often, do we? No, we don't. So... 
back to our apocalyptic scenario a little bit. Say they managed to translate one work, one book. What would be the worst book they could translate? Uh, whatever Logan Paul's wrote. <laughs> it's always going to be some reality stars fucking autobiography. We're going to say right. Uh, that or that or um. Ooh. Anarchist cookbook. <laughs> they suddenly discover napalm. They just keep on just like creating bombs. <laughs> They're like, oh, so this is all these people are. Savages. No, it wouldn't necessarily be bad per se, but the idea that our entire civilization would be remembered from it would be, it would be awful if it was like a fucking Minions album. <laughs> or, or like the, an or, like a, like or a... the big book of memes, but it's the kind of like, it's the kind of jokes that like your mum would share. Or something really fucking out there, like a Tracy Beaker sticker book. <laughs> Man, that is really fucking out there. <laughs> like, but like, what I the hell? Like, that's a property I completely forgot existed until this moment in time. And I only even vaguely knew it existed before. <laughs> that is essentially what they're finding. Yeah, the, the worst part is, yeah, I would fuck would you explain it now. <laughs> Well, her mum is actually a star, but she keeps talking about it, but don't believe so. <laughs> anyway, Justine's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that excellent synopsis of the Tracy Beaker books. You're welcome. We're bringing it back where she's an actual uh, person in it now. So, what? She's going to be a grown-up. What? In the show. Hey, I like how back. she's an actual person. Children Didn't aren't people. Do that not. Did any of you guys ever read the Adrian Mole books? Yes, I did read the yeah. Adrian Mole books. The Adrian Mole. They did that because they had that. It was a. It was like a teenage coming of life, coming of age book where he like goes from like a fifteen-year-old, uh, like well, yeah, the, to, the like, secret diary of Adrian Mole, age thirteen and a half or something. Yeah, like it was it. something like that, and he goes through years and eventually gets to him as an adult and stuff like that. And then he's running a Facebook page saying that the sea's floating away. Pretty much, yeah, that's exactly how it went. <laughs> uh, I, but I think one of the worst things could be is a piece of fiction. Like, I don't necessarily know what book, but a piece of fiction that is similar in a way to what could be construed as history. Like, if they find something that they then assume was a historical text as opposed to a fictional book. A Chuck Tingle erotic novel. <laughs> Helicopter man, these... man pounds billionaire dinosaur. <laughs> I was thinking of the T-Rex fuck stories. <laughs> <laughs> Those would be pretty bad. <laughs> Why? Just like any of the... <laughs> Why what? Why do they exist? Why did we both think of them? A little bit of everything at the minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, carry on. I'm just... My, my mind isn't ready to open you're, you're up that Pandora's box. You're still thinking of helicopter man pounding billionaire dinosaur in this, aren't you? <laughs> helicopter man. <laughs> that would be one of the worst books anyone could translate. I could write something worse. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a challenge, if ever there was one. I mean, if there was a book out there of some guy fucking a T-Rex, what stops any writer out there from writing a book? I've met countless people going like, yeah, I want to write a book, write a book. It's just like, dude, this guy's way ahead of you. He's leagues ahead of you. <laughs> He's wrote an anthology about fucking dinosaurs. So what you're saying is I need to def- find a niche and fill it. <laughs> That's what he did. <laughs> so TVs, fucking people. How about that? I'm just going off things I can look at. How to do? How to do? How to seduce famous historical figures? <laughs> <laughs> oh, honest Abe, you're so honest. Wait, so is that like no a, Napoleon? Is that I like them? Is that like a self? Lies. Is that like a self-help guide, oh. or are we like? Is this like a 
an erotic novel based on going back I've in got... time. Oh, a time traveller going back in time to fuck all the bad guys into being nice again. Hey, Napoleon, why don't you come see my boner parts? <laughs> so, how did you get Hitler to come around? Well, you know, <laughs> the rusty trombone <laughs> can turn any man. <laughs> End of the world, everybody. <laughs> I, jo- I showed Julius Caesar you can toss more than a salad. <laughs> Was Julius Caesar a bad guy? No, he said his famous historical figures. Oh, I was about I thought, to say, we were then talking about stopping bad guys, which is why we're talking about Hitler. Well, we can have I, different I don't know, books. You, you could fine. argue Julius Caesar was a bad guy. He did, like, absolutely fucking massacre the Gallic people. Mm, mm, so, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, everyone's bad to someone, right? Yeah, that's true. It's very, very, very profound, actually. <laughs> well, that bombshell. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I do have like kind of one last thing. Now, I asked you earlier what you thought it was going to be. But yeah. What would you want it to be? I kind of know Luke, it's an asteroid already. Yeah. I mean, if you can have any apocalypse of all of the choosings of apocalypse die. Um, one where a supercomputer divides by zero and resets everything, <laughs> including us. <laughs> where I don't, where I don't have to feel a thing and I don't have to kill myself. Okay, asteroid it is. I mean, if our sun exploded. It would be an amazing sight. And I believe the sheer impact of it would make it so we wouldn't feel anything. We would just literally blink and we would die. Well, that's well, we it. Like, seven until, yeah, until the last ray from the sun hits the planet Earth, we would then be effectively instantly frozen to death. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the closest you can get to resetting. So say we got warning that the sun had exploded. Like, you've got seven minutes, I think it is, roughly, right? The purge begins. <laughs> so is that what you do with your seven minutes? You just start, whack, like, killing fools? That's fucking everything I see. <laughs> uh, well, I would I would shoot myself, because I know that a lot of people well, have got me. You might miss and just spend the rest of your, like, five minutes just like, ah. Like, I know well, a lot of people. I want you to be very careful any time around April Fool's, like, just watching the news. Just, it's like, ah, the sun has exploded. Robert really reaches for the nearby gun you have. I, I know that, I, the, I know that a lot of people out there would take the opportunity to kill me if they knew there were only seven <laughs> minutes left on this planet. So I'm going to beat them to the fucking punch. You live longer than seven minutes away from me, so you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> I mean, I could devise the perfect prayer for every religion just in case. <laughs> you know, it's but dear, uh, Allah, dear, Buddha, dear, Jesus, like, anyone, just please. So wait, you're going to do the mummy guy, like the guy from the mummy who's begging from like, I've forgotten what the, uh, Imhotep. He's like going through all the religions at once. <laughs> yeah, like, ah, no, 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 no. no, I mean, it's, it's five minutes. There's not a lot you can do in five minutes. I mean, I could whack one eye. I was about to say, you could, have, you could jack it one last time. I mean, I imagine the civilization that later on discovers a way to travel to planets that are frozen like this. Would you, would and they you, discover. Ben, would you use porn or would you just have to try and think really hard about something really sexy? I feel like I'd have to think only because the fact is that everyone would be caught, like immediately on the internet using like phone lines to call people or whatever. So I, yeah, I feel I like guess. I wouldn't get a connection. So I feel like I'd just have to. Kind well, like of... how you wouldn't call anyone. You wouldn't be calling your family or your girlfriend. It'll literally just be like a whack off. <laughs> well, what do they care? They're going to die. <laughs> I want some alien motherfuckers in like 10,000 years to find, <laughs> to find Imagine my Imagine you turn midst- looking at Maddie going, I love you and unzipping your trousers. <laughs> <laughs> just start immediately piling one on. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> I like.
like how Maddie's there and he doesn't ask to have sex one last time. No, he makes her completely worthless to the process and decides to do it manually. He's just streamlining the process. <laughs> and on that note, Luke, would you take us away? If you've enjoyed this erotic episode of the Apocalyptic Podcast, don't forget to subscribe to us on Castbox, Spotify, iTunes, and we'll all end where podcasts can be probably found. This has been Rama Podcast. Have a wonderful afternoon, evening, or end of life. Don't listen to us in the last five minutes of your life. I mean, do if you like. It's your life. <laughs>